Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. We like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, shit. I was just looking up the career of David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce? Yeah, man, because they got the uh, Frasers coming back, they saying. And I don't know how they're going to do um, John, the the dad. I'm sorry. I apologize. Right, he passed away. Uh, Frasier Twitter, do not come at Do not come <laughs> at me. John Mahoney. John Mahoney. John yes. Mahoney. There Woo! it is. They was wow. going, they, Frasier Twitter is rough. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, I was just looking up all the things that he did, man, and like, like just his history. So that's just a lot. David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, he was. A, he's a theater guy. So like, yeah. uh, and I love theater. So like, I was just looking up, um, you know, just his career and like how he got to Frasier and yeah. like different shows he was on. And- I had I didn't ever, I never watched Frasier, but I respected him when he was in Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, and he said, "Oh fuck my cock!" Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" He, he's the guy just, for Frasier. He's just a he's a master at turning a singular phrase. There was a uh, there was an episode of Frasier where he was trying to get back into the dating scene, and it was like this mixer, and he got rejected by a woman. And Frasier asked him what happened. He was like, uh, "Her lips said no, but her eyes said read my lips." <laughs> <laughs> That's Great. That's like the greatest line yeah. in sitcom history to me. Oh, David. And the way that he said it was just like fucking. I love yeah. when people just nail that yeah, line. It's exactly. amazing because those shows just had the same premise for like ninety percent of their jokes, but they were just good it's every just, time. They it, just like new writers' rooms turning over of people just making the same like low status smart guy jokes right. over and over. The beautiful thing is that it covered everybody because the pompous smart crowd they were like Frazier. Mm-hmm. Niles, and then the 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 international was uh, Daphne, and then right. the mm-hmm. the you know Joe Schmo American was was Dad, right? Like, so and right. dogs loved you know Eddie, so yeah. like it was they worked it in. They got to replace Dad and but what Eddie. if you weren't? Yeah. yeah. Well, what if you weren't white? <laughs> then what? the extras, the yeah. extras. That one Space Needle yeah. episode. I like, was like that meme of the, the black extras. woman with her hands on her knees trying to like look like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is this? No, Yo, so I just watch a Fresh Prince rerun. I, I've been to Seattle, man. There should have been way more Asian representation on Fraser. Right, you right, know what right, I mean? Yeah, the yeah. Pacific Northwest. For I sure. didn't even like. You really get to find out. Um, where the poor people of any type of race are if you go to the Greyhound station in that city. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I've never seen, you know, I grew up in Chicago, I lived in New York, and I've never seen this large, like, poor Asian representation until mm-hmm. I took a mega bus right. to, from uh, Vancouver to Seattle. And I'm like, oh, this is like, yeah, right, right, right. This is some diversity mm-hmm. in yeah, struggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In that the you Pacific don't North see West. on Fraser. That, that, you, <laughs> <laughs> that they never Come on, Fraser. The true story. Right. <laughs> Stop telling stories about Frazier having yeah. fucked his uh, piano teacher when he was a child. See? Oh, is that, is that part of the lore of I believe Frazier? So. I believe that was an episode. Uh, There's at least, yeah. that's what, and they like uh, laugh it off. That's what scrambled eggs and uh, tossed salads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a reference to that episode. Uh, scrambled eggs is because, never mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're about to go there. Hey. 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 Come yard or don't come Come yard, yeah. Frazier runs you know deep. Yeah. That's all we'll say. Gonna, uh, you know what? I'm not going to pull up from that far. Your <laughs> whole face is turning red. I love it. And I wish I knew what you were going to yep. say. Because uh, da- your cheeks are rosy. David. David Hyde Pierce 
had a small role in the Terminator. Did you know that? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Wait, what? He should have been. Was he like, like the, the bar fetus? Scene? Was it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he? Is he the fetus in Sarah Connor? He broke the glass. No, I guess he was. Play. Yeah, I guess he was maybe like one of the punks in the bar scene. Did okay. y'all see the new one? Is it any good? Uh, I have. I, I, I hear it's bad, but that's not going to stop me because I've seen every Terminator film. David Cameron's back, so like they said, like that touch is back there, but it's just like David Cameron from the UK, the politician. No, the James, James Cameron. Cameron. Oh, okay. uh. It's uh, early. Yeah. David Cameron had a, had a, yeah. had a, had a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> like He's David Hyde. Also Pierce. in the background yeah. of the bar scene. Uh, <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Underrated? I mean, this is going to sound really bad, and I know people are going to hate me. Arby's. Mm-mm. People, I, I, all I do is argue with people about Arby's. Uh, this, you know, I'm not. Uh, I, let me let us know. Steph. I'm very stupid, so my, I don't know a lot about the news. So don't, don't hate on me. But this is what I think about, and it's Arby's because I, I really <laughs> like. I think about. Honest to God, the curly fries. You're not getting these other places. Right. You're oh, not yeah, getting facts. two sandwiches for five dollars with that kind of nope. meat. And who you're knows not if it's meat? So- it doesn't matter what it, it is. Matter? Wait, does Arby have the meats? Oh, they, they have the meat. They have something with an asterisk. Yeah. I mean, I think it comes out of a clear bag and it dries in the sun. I'm not sure how they make Arby's. <laughs> Steph, right. what's your Arby's order? Two beef and cheddar. Oh my god! And then because they have the Arby's Bless sauce, you. you can help yourself on the sauce. Horsey I love having sauce, the sauce, bro. Horsey I'll sauce and the Arby's shit. sauce. I'm I will. disgusting no, too. I honestly will. I'll look you in your eyes and tell you you're t- you're speaking truth. I right will now. soak in that. That's uh, how. Ah, two beef so and cheddar. There's cheddar sauce, mm. and then you're adding horsey sauce. And to then the you're cheddar adding sauce. sauce. Yeah. Okay. And you're RB. adding an onion bun. What is you're not RB getting sauce? enough onion bun. It's like a lame barbecue sauce. Yeah. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very it's not, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mess with the Arby sauce as much. I'm more of a horsey plus my beef and cheddars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes mm-hmm. you need that tang. You need the tang. Yeah. You need a little tang. You zip. It's there. funny because the Arby's like have gone not out of style in LA. So typically when I have it, it's like on a road trip. Yeah. And I'm always like, when I'm on the road, I'm like. I'm going to fucking Arby's. Yeah. And my partner, Her Majesty, she'll be like, why are you? No. This People is get very upset. There's yeah. one Arby's in Hollywood. I know about that a one. Yeah, one. Yeah, on yeah, Sunset. That's, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. from a different time. What? Oh, I mean, it is. Oh, that big-ass yeah, neon yeah, yeah. sign? Hell yeah. Yeah, the big neon hat sign. No, no, they're not changing. They, they're they staying exactly where they are, and they're getting the exact same clients. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> they have not upped their game at all. They need a new, like another Saving Silverman moment. Because Saving Silverman put Arby's kind of back into the zeitgeist. Oh, I didn't even realize. Oh yeah, because they were feeding her like when they when she was their cap- captive, they were feeding her like big Montanas and shit. Like that was her like their prisoner food. So is it safe to say that Arby's is the Neil Diamond of the? Mm. Yeah, maybe fast food world. Possibly S- slightly underrated. Mm-hmm. Is Neil Diamond underrated? Uh, yeah, not to he? a certain generation. Yeah, yeah. But he he was brought back into limelight by saving Silverman, right? Yeah, but I, I think know. that's what I'm. Yeah, see, Arby's didn't get that same glow up even when they did Meat Mountain, right? Which I had delicious. What was Meat Mountain? <laughs> meat Mountain Just was every motherfucking with... meat they made in that place on huh. one sandwich. Yeah, yeah. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're just yeah. putting everything into one thing. Yeah, at yeah. this point, I've everything known some, under one bun. I've known some Arby's diehards, not just Miles, right uh, before, and they're uh, in terrible. Their health is in terrible. Oh yeah. no, we're all very ill. We're well, no, very like, sick. No, no, not uh, doing, yeah, my not eyesight has been slowly. Soren, going. No, no, Soren I can't Bowie, hear my left ear. Uh, is a teen heartthrob, and he Soren's a big a, Arby's guy. Big Arby's guy. Loves, loves I knew I love Soren. Yeah, so you can tell it. You know, the devil knows their own. Right. Let's. Pour one out real quick to uh, for Mina Chang. Yeah. She's the State Department official, I guess, who uh, was called out because she was making up most of her resume and using a fake Time magazine cover of herself 
into booster cred, you know? Yeah. It's a story of uh, just straight scamming. Yeah. She I mean, we all shop. have. Yeah. yeah. We all have the fake Time Magazine cover on our wall in our office. Well, you have the mirror. Right. That yeah. is Time Person of the Year, and you just look right into it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go, ah. But <laughs> she was already lying about going to Harvard, all these other things. And when she was being considered for a larger position that needed like confirmation, they're like, can we? We need to hear more about some of this stuff we're seeing on this resume because right. I've I don't this is a lot of weird stuff. Uh, for example, like she was saying, she was on a humanitarian aid mission to Afghanistan, where apparently no aid was delivered. Hmm. Uh, she also said she had a, a degree in international development from the University of Hawaii, um, but the uni- the university doesn't even offer that degree. Ooh. Doesn't have a program. See, that's for that. one of those things mm-hmm. you got to fact check. Yeah, you got to do some Google. Is it like googling? Yes. Yeah. Then they even went. Then they they went further and said, "I'm gonna be real with you. We don't even have a Mina Chang like even registered here." Right. Wow. Oh. And then we told we said last time she had a fake UN position. It was the UNESCO Cross Cultural Ambassador. Um, and they're like, the, and UNESCO is like, we have no position like that. Gosh. She also said she won CBS Humanitarian of the Year Women That Soar Award in 2012. And CBS says, we have no award by that name. Right. Wow. I yeah. mean, kind of creative though. Yeah. yeah. I'll give her that. But just think about all the people, like how many officials in the government must just be scammers who know how to use Google. Like, right. Like the good ones. All she, all she, had to do was find real awards That's, and find actual uh, colleges that offer that as a major. Putting it's, confidence yeah. in the in the word con job. It's like, really right. not hard to do that. At my first job, I lied and said I had a serving job. You just give your friend's number. You right. tell yeah. them to change their answering machine, and now you get a job. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, she worked at this Arby's. I've been a landlord for six people in the city. I <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, they rent and pay me by. Like with, uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, but those are but, voicemail, see, but those are the ones where we we know we can get away with you know just mm-hmm. a few we can we can set up we can we can create that fake reality. But I guess they just would assume that she wouldn't make something like that up because you can check it. Like I guess yeah, they, they're not going to look into it. Right. Yeah. It's I graduated sort of the top Trump. of my class of yeah. Harvard. Yeah. So. yeah. Wink wink wink. University of Hawaii. No one's going over there. No one's right. checking yeah. on Hawaii. Uh, but apparently uh, it was her worst nightmare, and they did. I mean. They even the way she so then she resigned because it got too yeah. hot because yeah. they were like hold on what is this yeah. suddenly oh oh you don't want to be here anymore yeah oh no uh, but she said in from her resignation letter said resigning is the only acceptable moral and ethical option for me at this point mm. um, and then she goes on to say in already difficult times the Department of State is experiencing what I and many believe is the worst and most profound moral crisis confronting career professionals and political appointees in the department's history. Department morale is at its lowest. The professionalism and collegiality, once a hallmark of the U.S. diplomatic service, has all but disappeared. But it's weird. So she's saying, like, I'm getting out because it's too fucked up. Right. But then she later says, I want my resignation to be seen as a sign of protest rather than surrender. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got caught. Well, just yeah, say you got just, caught. Yeah, at this point. Go back to Instagram scamming because you got Go 44,000. Go College, get an actual degree. Yeah. How would college? protest be? She's like, fine. I'll state, protest your I don't know if it's accusations. Or by... this, but then she's talking about how the State Department's so fucked up. Right. A character assassination based solely on innuendo was launched against me attacking my credentials and character. My superiors at the department refused to defend me, stand up for the truth, and allow me to answer the false charges against me. Okay, how about this? She goes to her confirmation hearing. They say, true or false, did you go to Harvard? Right. Uh, um, 
Well, let me tell my side of the story. Yeah. I could almost <laughs> easy, hear easy, yes or no. I could almost hear the orchestral music swelling up in her mind as she was like delivering that <laughs> that uh, monologue sentence, yeah. that you in already difficult times. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you hate to see it. Mm. Uh, but I mean, look, she's got forty four thousand followers on Instagram, but can only get two hundred likes on a photo. Yeah, I checked some. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Throw a little shade that way. I think you bought followers. Uh huh. But hey, look, she had a Christmas album that she put out, so yeah. maybe she'll go back. I think people are fans. I think she has forty-four thousand fans from her music career. Yeah. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something this people is, think is true? I don't. I don't know if you guys. You guys might have already talked about it. a myth. A myth is that the Tea Party was a grassroots movement with legitimate concerns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like dark money. R- like yeah, Fucking honestly, it was astroturf. an exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that you know this week the Buttigieg video surfaced where he was like, you know, there's real concerns, and I'm gonna reach out to you because I am nothing but uh, a series of angling, you know, yeah, political algorithms moves. put exactly. together to game the system. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and and that's BS. I mean, we know that like they were just holding signs about socialism, not wanting health care, and they were bust in by you know the Koch the brothers. Koch brothers. The Koch yeah. Brothers, yeah. yeah. So fuck the Coke Brothers once again. R.I.P. as well. Yeah. Nah. All right. Rest in piss. Yes. Um, so the thing I'll say, uh, yeah, marinating, especially then too, because it was basically like this black president is trying to like change things. Yeah. Let's create a group of angry people who like wave their Gadsden flags mm-hmm. and pretend that they're like about something other than what they are. And when you look at a lot of like how much the discourse or like the language is somewhat shifted when you see like the old teabaggers that are still in like congress now right. like they're kind of like they they even know they're sort of distancing themselves from that era of like that that wave they rode in on yeah i mean it'll come back if and when there's a female president or a president of color like they'll yeah. just like well, whip it up yeah i think what happened was that was sort of a precursor to a lot of this sentiment now like the same mentality is present in like the is present in the alt right and things like that but not necessarily like where they come from but it's Tapping into that same sort of, and now they're lawmakers. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But dark money that the book by Jay Mayer is incredible and like goes into uh, like just how transparent it was. Like it started at a uh, like golf course banquet for billionaires. After it, like right as Obama was being sworn in, they had this like banquet where they were like, "What are we gonna do?" to make people like fuck with this dude and they came up with the tea party movement they then like went about like systematically like astroturfing uh and it got covered by the media as as grassroots yeah even though it was a bunch of you know middle-aged to all you gotta do is give people sharpies and poster board yeah that's all you know you just don't print them out the same sign right and you know it's a grassroots movement yeah yeah, it's interesting too because they at first like David Koch was like I don't know anything about the Tea Party, and then there was like some footage that came out of him um, at like Americans for Prosperity right. where he's like telling him like five years ago my brother Charles and I provided the funds to start Americans for Prosperity. It's beyond my wildest dreams how AFP has grown into an enormous organization. And then wow. you go on to be like, yeah, that's the people who is mobilizing everyone. Oh, the Tea Party. Tea Party. Got it. Yeah. Right, oh, right. yeah. That yeah, we did yeah. that. We, we did do we that. We did that. <laughs> um, there is a new movie called Harriet coming out. Uh, it's out already. It's out. That is out. It's out. Uh, and it's a script that has been shopped around Hollywood since 1994. 
do it or even before yeah like it's uh, forever yeah forever because god i mean god forbid we uh make a film like this um yeah the 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 writer of it and producer this guy gregory allen howard he said in this recent like interview or in, in entertainment weekly this thing came out where he brought up this moment uh when he first started working on it in 94 that a studio executive in a meeting suggested that the actress to portray the legendary slave turned abolitionist, the one behind the Underground Railroad, should be none other than black, uh, a redheaded icon, Julia Roberts. Yes. Go yes, off. queen. And <laughs> when it happened, he said, quote, I was told how one studio had said in a meeting, the script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. <laughs> when someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the executive <laughs> responded, it was so long ago, no one's going to know the difference. That's that's perfectly believable. Yeah, and that's what's like perfectly believable. When you know yeah. shit like that was being said, you're like, of course, of course, this is literally like the attitude of yeah, of okay. the media industry of Hollywood executives, uh, completely out of touch. I mean, they're like, well, look, man, her and Denzel were great in Pelican Brief, right? Yeah. So she she's, knows how to act with black people. Yeah, she's basically <laughs> black at this point. Yeah, right. I don't know if that's what it was because the transitive when I, property. I put I, well, I looked up IMDb. I'm like, what the fuck was she doing in in like '94 that this dude was like, it should be Julia Roberts, right? On either side of that, she was in Hook as uh, Tinkerbell, obviously. right? Great. So she can play Great. all different. You know, she can play a little little fairy. She can play, uh, you know, Vivian Ward in Pretty Woman uh, or Harriet Tubman. Harriet. She can play all kinds of fantastical creatures. Right. Like black people. That's probably what he said. Yeah. Right. I know. Could you imagine what the rest part was? He's like, and is this story even true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all made up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we have some notes uh, about how we want to just reshape. Can the you make her a white woman that <laughs> saves all these black people? Right. Exactly. That is. Yeah. That's kind of the perfect Hollywood movie. I'm right? curious to know really what had what the sequence was after that with that executive who said that, and how like who put their foot in like absolutely what no because clearly it's the people like in positions powerful enough were to be like. We'll never do Julia Roberts as it. We'll just won't do it at all. Right. But I'm curious to know what who that you know who that executive was. I'm really curious. He went on to green light green book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He went on to grope many actresses. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, I think. Listen. Let's be fair though. In that moment, Julia was waiting for her breakout. Like she, yeah, it, she it needed was, it. She needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. More than you know, history needed accuracy. We needed Julia's career to take off and then it was Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. That's true. And that if was Aaron her... Brockovich had been Latina, right. Julia Roberts would have absolutely played it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean this would have been her Aaron Brockovich moment probably. I know. Yeah. We denied it to her. Yes. Uh that's it's the most Hollywood feedback I've ever heard. So that it was so long ago people Who's don't want no, oh my god i mean this just shows you like like why it's taken so long for people of color to have any kind of representation uh all right we're gonna take a quick break uh we will be right back and we're back it's time to look as we always do slash have never done uh, at the New York Times bestseller list uh, because there's a highly relevant book at number one. It's triggered, bitches, libs. Oh, boy. It's triggered. 
Who is that by? Donald Trump Jr. Oh, that's not the cowboy bodyguard romance novel? Not the cowboy bodyguard uh, fuck novel by By L. James James. with the dude with sick abs on the cover. That's the other book that's called Is that number two? Uh, the true number one. <laughs> I, I guarantee they saw the sales for that shoot through the roof with people being like, "Damn, Don Ju looks good on the cover I know. of this book." How many do you think? How many MAGA people bought the wrong triggered book? Bought, oh. Wait, MAGA people buying a? Uh, yeah. I would say. Well, that, no one even bought this book if you really right. think about it. The Venn yeah, diagram so that's is the a thing. circle. <laughs> so, well, first of all, it's funny that he called it triggered, and like he has a bunch of just horrifyingly stupid shit in there like he calls uh trans women athletes mediocre men uh and uh he also compares his family uh sacrificing running their business which they haven't done at all and they continued to run their business and make it more profitable from their father's presidency but in theory they were supposed to stop running their uh their father's business, and he compared that to the sacrifice of veterans within oh, the pages sure. of the book. Uh, Wait, by not making a lot of money? Yeah. Oh, right. wow. Think are about you- it. I mean, well, there's a monetary value to everything. And so if you think about these families that are losing the earning value of a son who they lost or, you know, a husband. Uh, it's like the N-word for the Trump family. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what That's it right. Is. Uh, one of the more questionable, surprising claims in the book that I, I did not see coming. Uh, his claim was that his his dad is not racist, which I assumed he would say, but the best he could come up with was an anecdote from his childhood when he would let Don Jr. and Eric play video games with Michael Jackson. Hmm. Hmm. Complicated. That's, Very complicated. That, that, but there's a lot is, of layers to that. There's so, so many layers. So huh. many layers. But wow. that is that's where his mind went when they were like come up with like ha- come up with an anecdote that like paints your dad in a picture where like he's not racist and he was like uh, uh got it it's, I play that's video the games. best I can do yeah it's wild when the selection process is made of like the black person we're supposed to go like, oh, okay, we approve. Right. It's like, wait a minute, he golfs with OJ. Right. It's like, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, that's <laughs> the best. Yeah. That's the yeah. best you can do. Right. Of like, uh, of who we're supposed to go like, oh, okay, well, if he played with him, it's fine. Then like, he, okay, by association, not racist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not racist. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, the, oh, wow. So the book immediately appeared on bestseller list right when it was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people noticed that the RNC is giving out signed copies of the book in exchange for donations, yep. which they claimed helps boost reported sales. Yeah, so it yeah, wasn't yeah. even like, again, they don't even try. They've been getting away with shit for so long. They don't even try to cover that shit up. They're well, just it's like, all glamour. It's right. Like, it's like, you know, it's like even like when you meet, even like in media companies where people are just focused on the chart itself, not the quality of the work. Right. Because mm. like that's the currency for some people. It's like, well, is our thing at the top of a list? Right. Versus right. like, is this thing actually respected by peers that in industry right. that people were trying to appeal to? And oh. this is sort of that exact same logic because they just need to be able to be like, number one, number one, number one, number numbers. one, number yeah, one. Numbers, numbers, but yeah. that's what's so funny because it has the little dagger dick next to it at right. the death asterisk on the New York Times list, which denotes this is from bulk purchases. Right. right. Just letting you know. That this is some, a bit of a fuckery, as they call it on the New York Times yeah. bestsellers list. He just got booed, too. Yeah, it, it is funny that he called the book Triggered because he uh, then did 
scheduled a book signing and book reading at UCLA, the yep. hotbed for libs like Miles. Mm-hmm. For triggered libs. Triggered libs, get ready. And so Do you want to see me a and, smoking yeah. a cigarette dipped in weed oil? <laughs> the fucking nodding out in front of the library. So him and his girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle, showed up there, and there were protesters, uh, but not the protesters they wanted, because uh, it wasn't liberal protesters. There were like a handful of liberal protesters who were, you know, basically respectful and didn't do that much. But there were conservative protesters who thought that it was messed up that he wasn't opening it up for questions for them to right, to up to pwn him. To pwn because him. these are the people who are the who are so right of even Trumpers right. that they they're think, like, Y'all not racist enough. Yes. Yeah. And that's what's that's what was even more interesting so about they, that. It's just sort of this process of evolution of the offshoots of shitbags on the right. So shitbags on the right started protesting and shouting, and Don Jr. started getting triggered. And he only spoke for 20 minutes, and then Kimberly got up and started shouting at the people Jeez. and telling them that their mothers were probably not proud of them, and... <laughs> I bet you engage and go on online dating because you're impressing no one here to get a date in person. Uh, Isn't that funny when people try and hit you with a burn from their generation and you're like, what? Yeah. I don't even know what that just meant. You probably got like three songs in your Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, shout out to Zoom. Making fun of people for online dating is... Like, yeah. that just showed, like, okay, what? And just, like, as a general online dating, like, that's a whole... Like, that's everyone. Mac- that's it's yeah. all of it. That's everyone Facebook. who's dated... Oh, I'm sorry, Kimberly. <laughs> I actually found a meaningful match on eHarmony.com. <laughs> right. We matched right. on 73 different dimensions of love. Yeah. yeah. It's farmers only. Which is made up by a UCLA professor, significant by the way. It's fake. Lips. Is that true? Yeah, there's there. Yeah, the people who uh, one of the dudes who's like the face of eHarmony, that gray-haired guy. I'm pretty sure he um, he's in one of the social sciences at, UC, at UCLA. And there was like a bit of debate between people in that department of like, what you're doing isn't exactly science. Like you're at selling all. people a concept that, based on studies we've done, like we found correlation. But to be like the 73 dimensions, like whatever right. that shit is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Keep it down. We're Just, making money over here. Yeah, yeah. Numbers. Anyways. Oh, Jack, actually, time to do an ad for eHarmony.com. Yeah. <laughs> I know folks. I met Miles on eHarmony. Yep. Uh, Trying to hire a, a beard? <laughs> I got to check my DMs. <laughs> so there's a new book called From Russia with Blood, which is kind of a campy name for a book that has like a bunch of journalistic bombshells. But this reporter was talking to Terry Gross and... She was talking about how there's been all these murders in the UK of Russian expats who are like Vladimir Putin opponents or rivals, and they've clearly been murdered. And the British police are just like, no, it was a suicide. He stabbed himself to death with two knives. Like, it's just... That that shit is happening. So there's fourteen. He clubbed himself in the head. Really <laughs> they point hard. to fourteen cases where it's like super obvious. Like there's a guy who fourteen. Yeah, fourteen murders over wow, the past like enough. since Putin came 14 to power. And super obvious. <laughs> yeah, that that are the super obvious ones. There's also one in America. There was a uh, media uh, Putin's media czar who was on the eve of testifying uh, to the U.S. Justice Department. Uh, was found bludgeoned to death in his room, 
and they ruled that the blunt force injuries to his head, neck, and torso were him falling down over and over because he was drunk, um, which doesn't like it. Just so then they also have the medical examiners. They found on board that he was. This shit? Yeah, I think they just don't want to make admit, it hot. Yeah, they don't want to make it hot. Basically, maybe he oh. died trying to give himself the Heimlich. Right. Yeah, that's like honestly what it seems like. I mean, when we like, got in the apartment, the song "Slam" by Onyx was playing. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I believe he was just slamming around the room. Exactly. And then I started choking on a pretzel. And One, one of the dudes was zipped up inside a bag in a bathtub and all the entire outside of the bag, including the zipper, was wiped for prints and he wasn't wearing gloves. So like, if he had zipped himself in the bag right. for some reason, there his fingerprints would have been on the outside of the bag and it was just everything was wiped for prints and they ruled it a suicide. Were the 14 murders or suicides um, outside of Russia or both inside and outside? No, all in the UK. So so the, the point they're making is that there's this overarching system where Russian oligarchs have been a boon to the UK economy because right. they're like fleeing Russia Bringing with all their, their money. billions. Yeah. And they, the UK has like a bill that's like if you invest a certain amount of money in the UK economy, you can stay, mm-hmm. which is like more transparent than I think the America is willing to be about sure. stuff. <laughs> but the UK is just like, yeah, we want money. Bring, bring your Sure, dough. bring your money. Uh, and so the theory is that that's kind of what part of their incentive is to just look because the other way. cash injection is also very important right. to the economy. So they just don't want to make it hot. But they, they also talk about, um, you know, Putin... They, she she kind of made it seem like I had always heard Putin was the most badass KGB dude, and she was saying he's more of like a a fanboy KGB Yay. person who like really like bought into just the overall mythos of the KGB. Yeah, he's a KGB nerd, right? And so he, when he got into office, started like researching all the like cool ways of killing people, and she was saying that like they have all these really like. If you go really deep there, like these clusters of heart attacks and like mental breakdowns and uh, suicides that they think have something to do with like, you know, they they have been researching murder methods uh, since he got into office and they might have like found really difficult ways to Beyond trace. the, what's the, what's the Beyond chemical, the, chup, chick, I don't know how to say it. The one that. R- yeah, it's got yeah. a chick I know in what there. you're talking about. The one that's what's what's the plutonium. poison? Yeah, what's the yeah. poison that was used to poison Nova that? Novichuk. Yeah, thank you. The one where I feel like they do that one if they want people to know. If yeah, like, Novichuk for, for the, the soul. <laughs> before I sputter out, before I rat him out. Um, <laughs> the because there's another dude actually in Germany too who was like a Georgian who was uh, commanding forces against Russia during the Chechen uprising. This dude got straight up clapped up in a German park. Yeah. Like, and then the cops caught this dude. Like he shot the dude, ditched his bike, ditched the gun, then got on an electric scooter and the cops nabbed him. But they're like, hold up. Got on an electric scooter. Yeah. And he had one (laughs) of those getaway methods. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think because he wanted to blend in with other people in the park. Yeah. Like, and also, like, when they looked at his passport, he had one of these passports where, like, a lot of the intelligence agencies know based on the numbers, like, there's a specific uh, passport office that's in the Kremlin that mm. a lot of people who are, like, these quote unquote tourists who come through to, you know, stick people with umbrellas and with poison, like, have they all come out of this same office. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, dude, like, this is, it's, it's like some penguin shit. What is it? 
Like umbrellas, do you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, because another person, was it Litvinenko or someone? Who was, someone had, got hit with like a, a poison tip of an umbrella. Like that's oh, how on. they got the poison. I mean, that was like some Cold War shit. I, yeah. I think that's like some Batman had shit. his tea poisoned. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, um, he's just a fan of, I feel like he's just a Marvel fan. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah, he wants to be a Marvel villain. But like all of this is, it's so bizarre that we're, you know, because I think, you know, we know that the impeachment hearings are related to the Russia investigation because obviously uh, part of the investigations were trying to um, go back to 2016 and basically move blame from Russia over to Ukraine. Right. And Trump was trying to facilitate that and having the Ukrainian government openly say that they were going to do that and investigate themselves as possibly yeah. the reason or, or the, the those who meddled in our in the American elections in 2016. But it's so weird that, like, to see how our CIA and as someone who's just not a fan, you know, mm-hmm. just not a fan of, like, c- the CIA personally, but how we're, like, so behind when it comes to, com- like, comparing our work to, like, Russia and or maybe some of the human rights, like, clauses that we follow, you know, mm-hmm. like, are preventing right. us from, you know, doing some Batman-like uh, murders, which is good. Yeah, I feel like the well, the CIA, CIA they pay the people to do that locally. Sure, yeah. sure. And I, think, <laughs> and I think they might be better at it, and that's why we don't catch them doing it. Whereas, like Russia, I feel like Putin wants people to know. Like sure. that's part oh, of yeah. his deal. Is like he wants that's part of his kink. Well, and that's also that, but it's a message to everybody else. Like I don't give a fuck where you're at. Right. Like I can touch yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And it well, it, exactly. It's a message to his own people too, because apparently, like after it was revealed that yes. Russia did meddle in the U.S. elections. Like people, you know, in in Russia, like we're like, hey, that's pretty good. Like, <laughs> not bad. Well, we're kind of coming back, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. 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 You know. um, but, back on top. But it's it is really scary, also, because with the Marie Ivanovich, you know, the former ambassador's testimony on how the day she was told to leave her position was the day she was giving that award to the anti-corruption activist who had acid thrown on her. Yeah. And then died. Now. I'm not saying that was Putin's doing, but it probably was, you right. know? Yeah. Probably had something to do with it. Um, and, like, that's what happens when you try to go against the Kremlin. And I'm like, all right, well, I want to live in a rational world, and I don't want to just think, you know, Putin's buying everything. But right. uh, did Putin take that parking spot that I was going to park in? <laughs> probably. probably. Yeah. I mean, it made me well, think of— What did the say? Rad Vlad? So who, do you guys... does, who does? <laughs> it was the license plate of that car, <laughs> exactly, Rad, Rad Vlad. Vlad. Yeah. yeah, Rad Vlad. Uh— it made me think of, so do you guys remember that dude, Michael Hastings, who wrote the Stanley McChrystal article for Rolling Stone that got McChrystal to resign, and then that guy died yes. like in a car accident, the writer? Did not know that. Yeah, he died when he was 33 in a car accident, and like there's actually video of his car like speeding out of control with like sparks flying behind it, and I don't know. So they were talking about how Russia has these uh, drugs that they will dose people with that will make them lose their mental equilibrium. So in the weeks leading up to their death, they're acting strangely so that people are like, oh, well, yeah, there was something going on with them. Uh, And that just made me, this dude's death was very suspicious, but his, both his brother and his wife were like, yeah, but he was acting really strange, like right before he died, but he was also like calling people and being like, I'm onto a big story, but like the US government is investigating me 
And then when Wiki, WikiLeaks revealed a bunch of CIA documents that revealed that one of the ways they were investigating to kill people was hacking into their cars so that they would just like fly Remotely, out of control yeah. and like, yeah, mm. and as untraceable ways of killing people. And so, this was the guy who wrote about, was it like- uh, It was McChrystal and Obama. Like McChrystal he was talking- And like McChrystal prostitutes, was, wasn't there like a- It was this like general in, I think Afghanistan, right? It's war machine. It's what war machine's about. The guy was like talking shit about Obama, basically, and uh, he reported it all. I don't think that's why he got killed. That was just like the big story that put him on the map. And then he had some other big scoop and was like, I'm about to have to drop off the grid like an hour before his car just sped out of control and Damn. Uh, killed him. So, And we don't know what that scoop was about? We don't know, other than that. It was big, and he was going to have to drop off the grid because he thought he was being investigated by the U.S. government. And I thought Xanax was powerful. You know what I mean? That's where <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still getting over that. Yeah. How do I get that? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but Epstein killed himself, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Right? <laughs> I don't know. If you go to, man, I just, every, everywhere people are throwing up uh I've seen graffiti, it in kill himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, graffiti, I love that. it's like yeah, it's, it's graffiti. Like our, I saw it fucking spray painted in the street. It's like, like our downtown. V for Vendetta moment is just Epstein. Yeah, I that's feel what, like it's yeah. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, that's a very be. potent symbol of like you know excess and capitalism not working and being a way for people to you know just be behave in the most despicable way as possible. So. It, it really is uniting all people yeah. of all the left and the stripe. Right. The yeah. left and the right. Yeah. Even if they're very narrowly focused on bringing the Clintons down, fine, man. Sure. Right. Even if they don't really care about the victims that no, much. No, no. Uh, they're just like, Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, I, I think the one thing about the Epstein thing, and I know you guys have talked about it, is that the way the media dropped it like a hot potato yeah. as soon as he died. Yeah. Is well, that's what the medical examiner said. So we just right. gotta just gotta follow that. Yeah. Makes you wonder, huh? Yeah. How many people in those uh, in those uh, you know C suites right. at those companies, those corporations, are like, I don't want to fucking hear a thing about this guy. Yes. Right now. Yeah, exactly. but it, but as a journalist, like you, that's suddenly off limits. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, and and which is totally messed up because you you don't even have to talk about the conspiracy at all. You can still talk about the actual, like the reporting and the victims yeah. and the and the lawsuits. Like, why did that also go right. away immediately? And, and, and listen, I know the media cycle is now we're on the impeachment, and, and, and but like just straight up day to night, yeah, it was blanket coverage and then nothing, nothing. And it is the story that Americans are most interested in right now. Oh, like yeah. across the board, and they're just like, nah, we. Don't think it's a good story to cover. But yeah. he is dead. Right. So why would we talk about it? To the point where people like rearranging like monogrammed Christmas stockings at Target to right. spell out Epstein didn't Stop. kill himself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that war on Christmas, though? Yeah. You know? Oh, boy. Uh, all right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. What's a what's a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Okay. I don't think a lot of people know this, but um when like female hysteria was a thing, mm. the there's a thought process that male doctors would cure hysteria by massaging the clit. Right. And that's like the invention of vibrators, but that is actually a myth. 
Oh shit! They they like the idea was that vibrators were invented to calm women down, right? But, but, <laughs> but doctors were just like they didn't didn't think I'm giving her an orgasm. They're like I'm just cure I'm just calming her right. the fuck down because she's crazy. curing her hysteria, <laughs> right? Um, but actually, but that was like it written up in like one journal and yeah. no one and was like that must be it and no one refuted it no one yeah. ever like did other research and then finally people were like actually there's no evidence of that at all yeah no, there's no doctors who reported this at all like it's just not true right that wait about the invention of the vibrator or the that that was the reason the vibrator was invented and yeah. that and that that's how medical professionals were curing quote-unquote hysteria got it Right, because the vibrator was invented to. It was invented to uh, cure weak dick. <laughs> no, that's really, right. Cure for, that yeah. weak ass dick. Yeah, weak dick for trash dick. I believe was what the, the cause was. And yeah. I'm going to prescribe you, can see you a the vibrator. Old-timey ads that are like yeah. suffering from weak dick. <laughs> suffering from weak dick, ladies. Give her a vibrator. Yeah, and she'll never know. Yeah. Nah. That's. Man, what did so they much, say? Someone coming like think, this woman's gone click crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like most of what we know about history is is what you just described, where it's like so one place wrote that because mm-hmm. they were like probably, yeah. and then like the whole uh, Ich bin ein Berliner thing, yeah, JFK. It's like from a spy novel. Wow. And then it like the novel came out in the eighties, and then like everybody just started quoting it as a true story. That he story. had said the wrong thing, or wait, wasn't there that, a thing about how he said he was a pastry? Or that something? everybody thought it, he was saying, "I am a donut." <laughs> right, right, right. It's just like it's See, not true. Nobody thought that shit. I mean, that's the beauty of the pre-internet age, right? Is like you could have just changed, like the his- the course of history could have been changed from a few misunderstandings or someone just yeah. being overly confident about something. But mm-hmm. okay, well they they said it's true, right? Yeah, no way to fact check. You're like, yeah, I honestly have no other way to. Someone sounds said. true. Yeah. yeah, Napoleon being short. It's all just rumors people started because it seemed like a <laughs> thing a smart person yeah. would say, or like you and your sweating, just a right. rumor. Yeah. Totally. Self-created myth. Yeah. <laughs> People thinking I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> in photos? Uh, oh in photos. Or just in personal. life. Yeah, leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.